Succeeding their goals and continue to inspire at the same time. I'm your host, Mafe Yuna Velasco, and this show is super close to my heart because I'm learning and growing with two amazing, beautiful women who are the founders and also authors of In Her Purpose Book and Company. I am always honored to introduce these women to you all. Let's start off with Jen Redondo Marquez, who is also a game changer herself working in the tech world and serving as a mentor for Collective Hustle and Pasta, Filipino-Americans in Silicon Valley Tech. And of course, Rose Buado, mother of two, businesswoman, mentor to young women entrepreneurs, inspirational speaker and manager of the Philharmonic. Hi, ladies. Hi, how are you? you good, good, good. Can you Hello. believe? May is about to end, and June is coming right around the corner. <laughs> I know, right? Well, at least in our episode today, to, I guess, cap off May, we have a beautiful um, woman that, of course, I've known for so many years, and I've seen her really grow into such an amazing inspiration to others. And, of course, um, Anne is also in our book, In Her Purpose. And so let me just introduce and uh, give her a little bit of background to uh, the community right now. And Espiritu, our guest today, is an empowerment speaker, expression artist, and a conscious leader. After leaving her mark in the corporate world as a former head of a global PR for iconic brands such as Yahoo and Oscar Health, she went on to pursue her passion for helping others become their best selves and has volunteered in, in many charities and associations and also now a coach. So without further ado, let's welcome my amazing, beautiful sister too, Anne Espiritu. Hi, Anne. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful to be able to be here today. It's been about six months since I've gotten off of social media. So this is quite a special, special moment. Hey. Wow. I'm so yeah. glad that you could join us while you break your social media break yeah. cleanse. <laughs> yeah. My yeah, yeah. Actually, the word detox is is really um, the right word because that's really was the inspiration behind why I chose to completely, you know, get off of um, Instagram and social media. Um, the effects of social media on our brains and our you know dopamine release releasing system, you know, creates uh, a mechanism that, you know, sort of makes us want to want more and more and more of, you know, whatever that is. And that instantaneous um, desire to, to, to get that dopamine release, like makes it very, actually very difficult to start projects because you want the instant gratification over things mm -hmm. that are actually quite difficult to, um, you know, to, to accomplish. So mm -hmm. I've gotten, the, the, the last six months, I've been repatterning re my brain. It's been such a good break. What inspired you to do that? 
Social Dilemma. <laughs> I don't oh, know if anyone has, watched it. I watched that. I don't know if anyone has has watched that documentary. Mm -hmm. um, if you have not, it you have got to watch it. It's um, it, it's uh, it, yeah. It just kind of talks about what are the you know the causes and what are the implications for you know engaging in social media. I've had lots of debates about this. I had debates with Mafe about it. <laughs> And I'm still having a, the same debate because she wants me to get back on it, um, especially <laughs> as I start to, you know, to go out there with some of the projects I'm working on. Um, but I'm being very prayerful about it. I want to make sure that I'm doing it at a time when I feel like I've gotten the most out of the break. Um, and actually, I would say that it's been a, um, a divine orchestration. Uh, I feel like the last six months I've, I've entered into hibernation phase. Um, I feel like sometimes God will do that because God is really wanting us to, uh, you know, to focus on some, some, some wounds, some, some stuff, you know, that we tend to run away from. I actually think the pandemic did that. Um, and so uh, one thing that, you know, that most people don't know is I'm actually back in the Bay Area. Um, I've been living in Bali for the last three uh, three and three years and some change, and uh, being back in the Bay Area has really brought forth a lot of, you know, what I'd say emotional activations or triggers that have really propelled me to look at some things that I've been running away from. So it's been a, such a deep healing journey for me in the last six months. So um, there's been spaciousness for that. Mm -hmm. Can I ask? Um how, why you ended up coming back from Bali? Um, you know, it's interesting because in November, I was actually, uh, I was telling my, my roommate in Bali or my housemate in Bali, I was like, oh my goodness, I think, I think I, I have a feeling and I have a fear that somehow uh, something is gonna keep me from coming back to Bali. I was actually just vacationing. I came here for Thanksgiving and the holidays and you know when when god orchestrates for you to stay like god really does make it extremely clear um and so he made it very clear that it was time for me to leave the nest you know like bali has become a safe haven for me um mm -hmm. i have exhausted the healing that i am meant to be doing in bali and i really feel that you know, being back home, um, a lot has surfaced for me, which means that now I'm actually healing deeper wounds, like wounds that I was not even conscious about, um, mm -hmm. you know, related to my ancestors, childhood. Um, and, you know, we, we have to face them at some point. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, you probably have heard this, that in order for us to heal it, we have to feel it. And that that sometimes means we have to go back in time and start to understand where where's the origin of our patterns, the patterns that are no longer serving us. Um, and I feel like I was I was confronted with, you know, with uh, yeah, with those wounds, and I couldn't I couldn't you know I couldn't run away from them anymore because actually I've been trying to. Uh, to start some projects, you know, for the last three years. I mean, Jen, how long have you and I talked about a book? You know, like I've had no shortage of like 50 people who have told me like, you're meant to write, 
your own book. You know, I'm glad that you guys actually wrote the book because it kind of gave me a little bit of a flavor of a taste of what it means to write something. Um, even if it's just a chapter, I'm so proud to be a part of, you know, the journey that you guys have embarked on. Um, but, you know, when when it comes to these these patterns, you know, when we don't clear them and we when we don't um, like, for instance, you know, I'll, I'll just be a little bit more specific. Uh, you know, one of my core patterns is unworthiness. It's like it's like basically you know, I feel unworthy of a lot of like the blessings. I feel like I've, I've reached so much success in life. Um, but yet, you know, even at the pinnacle of my success, um, I still felt unworthy. I still felt unsuccessful, you know? So, you know, what's, what's really behind that pattern? You know, another thing, another core pattern of mine is I'm not important. Mm. You know, I don't matter. So, when we have a core belief that is sitting inside of us, um, that means that unconsciously it's playing in the background. And when, you know, it actually plays in the background and from childhood, because everything is conditioned, you know, uh, from, from childhood. And then it replays over and over and over again in your current reality until you can identify that core belief and you start to actually repattern yourself. So that's mm -hmm. some of the work that I've been doing in the last six months. And it's been a very intense, tearful season. Um, but I feel like I'm I'm actually getting on the other side of it now. Well, welcome home. And Thank you. Let's take a step back for our audience or who may not know you. Who is, can you yeah. tell them who is Anne, um, what you're up to, what you're doing? what you've done. I mean, and if you've read the book, Anne's chapter is just called B. So yeah, Anne, go ahead. Oh my goodness. Who am I? <laughs> Such a loaded yes. question. I know. Um, I am, I am someone who is on an eternal quest for silver linings. Um, yeah. I mean, so I'll just kind of give you a little, a quick background. You know, I, I, I spent 13 years in corporate America. I started my, you know, my career in communications at Google that afforded me tremendous opportunities. Um, actually worked there for about six years and um, got really close to the first female engineer there and soon to be uh, Yahoo CEO. She got appointed a CEO in 2012, and I was one of her very first hires. It was a very high-profile, uh, you know, transition um, that Silicon Valley talked endlessly about uh, for for four full years. Jen knows that because yeah. <laughs> she and I would oftentimes talk about it. it was one one of the hardest jobs I've ever had. Um, and you know, within four years' time, the company got sold to Verizon, and I, you know, transitioned into a different role. Um, at a, a startup called Oscar Health, which was based in which is based in New York, um, I was able to um, you know to to manage but also build an organization from the ground up, um, which was a really exciting you know thing for me and, and, and my career. But within a year's time, I sort of realized that I was you know I, I, again like I, I sort of realized that I was chasing my own tail. And um, that there was an inherent suffering 
that was going on inside of me that I couldn't place. And I didn't want to live that way anymore. And, you know, as I said earlier, you know, this, these patterns of, you know, the, this feeling of unworthiness or what I call imposter syndrome, um, it's, it has nothing to do with our outward or external success. It has everything to do with what's happening on the inside. Um, and so I wanted to, you know, to, to discover the meaning of life and to, to, to give my life deeper meaning. So I got off of uh, corporate America and uh, I started my healing journey. I landed in Bali, um, which is an amazing place. I miss it every day. Um, but, uh, and so in the last three years, I joined a nonprofit organization called the Contentment Foundation. They're doing amazing things for the world. Um, you know, they're basically creating and offering well being tools um, to help teachers and students manage, understand, and process their emotions and life experiences. It's like one of the, the, the most important pieces of work that I have ever had the privilege to work on because as you know, you know, schools are really good at preparing kids for jobs, but they don't do enough to prepare kids for life. Um, and as I'm realizing now, you know, that a lot of what's actually, you know, what a lot of the wounds that we carry as adults actually stem from childhood. And so what would it look like if we were to give these tools to them at an early age, we created space for them to understand their emotions, not necessarily distract themselves from it or, you know, cling on to it, allow that energy to really flow and create context around their experiences, like how much we would be, um, you know, um, how much our, our future, genera gener future generation leaders would grow up more healthy and more mentally, emotionally, and, and physically and spiritually. So I feel very proud that I was able to, you know, see, see that organization scale. Um, just this past May, I decided to, because I've been here in the US and it's, it's difficult to work for a nonprofit because, you know, it's obviously Bali standards, US standards, very different. But also I saw that as, as, as a way, I, I believe that the, you know, I feel that felt that God was actually transitioning me into a new chapter. And so, um, you know, so back in May, I, you know, I, I told the, the Contentment Foundation that it was time for me to start this new chapter. And now here I am, I'm back in the Bay and I am, I am finally, finally going to offer the public um, a coaching program that I'm super duper excited about. Um, Mafe is supporting me on the website development, more on that very, very soon, but I'm excited because these last few months I've been working on a coaching program um, that's actually been three years in the making. And I say three years because all of this entire program has, you know, it basically takes the best of all of the tools that I've been able to, you know, to bring on. And some of them are not effective, some of them are effective, um, but all of the best tools, and I tur I'm turning it into a three month um, self mastery experience. So that's, you know, that's, um, that's what, what I feel aligned to do. Like I feel, I feel, I feel this immense amount of freedom mm -hmm. that I, want for other people to experience and my this coaching program I know works because I've 
tried and tested it and yeah, it works. Nice. What's it called? Um, I'm calling it the Reboot, Release and Rewire Self-Mastery Bootcamp. Um, and I'll just kind of give a little bit of context around this. Um, I have gotten obsessed with understanding the nervous system. The nervous system is almost like this system that governs our emotions. And as you guys probably know, you guys are all well-being warriors here. Our emotions are, you know, are, are everything uh, stems from, from an emotional experience. Even when we, you know, reach for something, when we want a house or we want a successful career, we are oftentimes wanting an experience. We want to experience what it feels like to, you know, to, uh, to, to be successful and feel empowered, right? And feel accomplished. That all, always stems from, um, from, from an emotion. And so what I want to be able to do, because a lot of people right now are suffering from anxiety and stress. Um, and so for me, rebooting the nervous system is the first step in, in, in becoming more empowered. So I have a bunch of tools that allow me to over time actually or allow my clients to over time actually reboot their nervous system. So they're not waking up every single day um, in a state of anxiety that they can actually start to reach a level of homeostasis, meaning, you know, a level where they're feeling calm. The second component of this is releasing unresolved experiences and emotions. Um, a lot of the conditioning that we have actually stems, as I said earlier, stems from childhood. And when we don't actually go back in time and start to understand what these patterns are, we are essentially imprisoned in the same um, patterns that, you know, that, that have become coping mechanism that will not take us where we want to go. And so part of the the coaching program is working with clients to understand what are their present triggers today and working backwards and see and understanding where's the root and then start to actually um, do some sub, what i call subconscious reprogramming which is where you know i don't know if you guys have heard this uh this this quote but 90 by the age of 35 we are operating on default uh 95 of the time so that means that you know, we are basically like operating, feeling the same way, thinking the same way, and, and it's expressed in different circumstances, but it's all like operated from the same set of thoughts and beliefs and emotions. Um, the third piece of this is finally rewiring your, your, your beliefs, your thoughts and emotions. One thing that people don't know, mo most people don't know is that emotions are trainable. Emotions are trainable. We wake up every single day and we have this incessant feeling of depression or sadness or frustration. That has over time been conditioned in us. Through the power of energy, body wisdom, and through energy, imagination, and body wisdom, you can actually train through mindfulness. You can train yourself to, uh, to, uh, to access uh, different emotional states over time. So like, say like, one of the things that I have been training is confidence, right? So confidence is something that I basically, you know, I, I through through meditation, what I do is I light up my nervous system and access confidence. And over time, you know, when I want, like, say, I'm going to a meeting, or I'm, do, I'm, I'm going um, to an interview, I want to feel confident, 
All I have to do is, you know, is to access it on command. It's possible. It's something that I do all the time. Um, and you can actually start to access those states and let it become the default rather than uh, living inside of anxiety and stress. So that's like the full package. And this is a three month, you know, very hands on experience, um, you know, for people that want to experience a different reality. And I'll tell you that the this is like this is how you can actually manifest all of the things that you want in life, because we know through the law of attraction that everything is related to energy and, you know, like energy attracts like energy when you're already living inside of that emotional state and use imagination to basically bring you into the future, you are attracting that energy into your orbit. So it's, I know it's, it's, I know that I've like shared, a, it's, it's a little technical in nature, but I promise you like you will feel results in three months. I love awesome. that. Where do I sign up, Anne? Oh. <laughs> Rose, uh, talk now. Yeah, no, it's it's. So Mafe is helping me with my website. I'm actually like, you know, like I'm. I talk a little bit about it, but yeah, if you want to have a conversation about this, you know, I'd be happy to 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 talk to you about it um, offline. But yeah, it, it and works. Even, and even if you wanted to do some type of collaboration with you know, our community and at our events, since you're in the area now, you can totally do something where, where we could help um, and just let everybody know about your uh, program because it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's, thank you. Yeah. yeah, I think I think it's like, I, I know sometimes I think like, wait, is this too technical? You know, is this like too technical for people? But I don't want to be the kind of coach that basically, you know, just like asks a series of questions or, you know, create like flashes of insight and then nothing really happens because the integration of that insight kind of falls by the wayside. Mm -hmm. What I want to do, this is why I call myself a well-being and empowerment coach, because I want to empower people with the knowledge and tools so that by the end of the three month experience, you already have all of the tools to you know to to live a flourishing existence if you want to train confidence great if you don't if you want to train empowerment next amazing and what i what i'll tell you um what i'll tell you that's that's so amazing about this you know the, these modalities is that when you you know when you start to have emotional triggers you're not going to try to run away from them you're not going to say oh that that trigger is a bad thing i don't want to feel that way you're going to welcome it because it is the entry point for healing mm -hmm. triggers mm -hmm. are our best friends it's our body's way of saying there is trauma or emotion unprocessed emotions that's lodged in your energetic field or in your you know in your organs and it's a way it's it's basically our body's way of asking for our support to release it. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. And you, there are a few very powerful techniques using breath and, you know, and I have this, um, if you guys, if you guys are interested, I actually have on my YouTube channel um, in an eight, an, I think it's an eight minute meditation where when you are feeling emotionally activated, I literally walk you through an experience where within the eight minute time frame um you've already allowed that emotion to pass and from that place of calmness you're no longer reacting from a place of fear or whatever whatever the activation is you can respond from a place of calm when you do this you get access to your prefrontal cortex because 
it cuts off the, 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 the blood cuts off from that place in our brain where creativity mm -hmm. and rational thinking come from because our, our, our amygdala is firing. You create space for blood to, to flow through there again. And from that place, you're not reacting anymore. You're responding. Mm -hmm. And it's like so effective that it's something that, you know, that I, yeah, it's, I, yeah, it's, 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 it's a good, it's a good tool. Yeah. So, Anne, can you tell us like, who are the type of people that would benefit from this program? Anybody will benefit. I mean, honestly, here's, here's, here's the, the thing that I'll say, um, you know, I'm not here to like, I, I don't want to be the type of coach that sells a service because if you work with me, I want to make sure that you you are 110% I almost want you to feel desperate for change. This mm -hmm. is the only way that we can create transformation is when we are desperate for change. We are so done with whatever it is that we're doing and we just want to create a different thing. This is why like, you know, catastrophic events are so helpful sometimes. And it's it's God's way of like waking us up because it's, you know, it, it, it brings us into a different space where like, okay, that's it. You know, I remember being in New York. This is what kind of propelled me to, to quit my job at Oscar. You know, just like feeling like looking at myself in the mirror. And I talk about this in the book. I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I just mm -hmm. like saw a woman that just looked so different. Like I couldn't recognize her. I looked so, so aged and just like so unhappy. And to me, like that was enough. And, you know, the, the question that I asked myself is if God really did exist, why would he want me to suffer this way? And then I flipped the question and I said, you know, what if he didn't want me to suffer? But what if there was a different way? You know, yeah. what if so it, 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 it propelled me to enter into a different, a different path? And I'm so grateful that I gave myself permission to do that because now I'm living a more, you know, a more empowered life. I'm obviously still on that journey. You know, I think it's a lifetime journey to feel empowered. Um, but, but yeah, I'm on, I'm on a different path, but I want to work with people to, to your point. I want to work with people who are just absolutely ready for change. You mm -hmm. know, that's the thing because the, the, re, the, the reason why I say this is because this program is, is, is a, it, it's building new habits, what they call in neuroscience as creating new neural pathways in the brain. Mm -hmm. You know, you guys probably know what this is, right? Like in order for us to create a new habit, we have to engage the same new habit over and over and over and over and over and over again until the old habit or the old neural pathway eventually falls off. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is like it takes a lot of commitment and it takes a lot of you know courage to go on this journey. I want to create a new neural pathway with you in the next within the three months. But remember, it takes consistency and commitment because guess what? Like no matter like if you're 40 years old, you basically engaged that same pattern for the last 40 years. It's going to be it's going to take a little bit of time and belief and, you know, and, and commitment to create that new neural pathway. Mm -hmm. But it is possible because I've, I've seen it in my own life. So throughout everything that you've done in your career and your journey now, what served as your inspiration? You know what, I saw this question, um, you know, and I sort of like thought about it through the lens of career. I'm gonna tell you guys, 
um, that I've, I've I've had a lot of reflection on this. And actually, my success was born out of unworthiness. Mm. What fueled my success was this idea that I needed to get validation from my external world. I wanted to get validation from my mom. I wanted to make her proud. I wanted everyone to look at my life and say like, oh my God, like what an amazing life that she's leading. Like she's this VP of communications and blah, 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 blah. And I'll, let me tell you like unworthiness is a, is a powerful propeller of success. It's a powerful propeller of success and we see it everywhere. You know, consumerism is designed specifically to make us feel unworthy, right? Like every advertisement out there says, you are not complete, but guess what? If you buy this thing, you will be complete and you'll be happy. And then you're like this, you know, this, this, this hamster in a wheel that's just like stuck wanting more and more and more and more, right? Mm -hmm. So it is helpful, you know, to use to use unworthiness until it's not because it's a never ending game. You're just like in a hamster wheel wanting more and more and more, but never feeling satiated. Right. And so for me, the last three years have really been about shifting myself out of my patterns of unworthiness and entering into inspiration. I want my inspiration to be the fuel for my success. Because when I'm inspired, I think about other people. It's not about deepening the pockets of people whose pockets are already deep. You know, it's not about like accumulating more and more and more wealth. It's about doing something great for other people. It's about, you know, supporting me first, right? Like loving myself first so that I have, I have the capacity to love others unconditionally. It's about all of these things. And, you know, and I get to, I get to come from, you know, when, when we are inspired and creative, there is a, a wellspring of inspiration. It's like a gift that keeps on giving, right? And when we come from that place, the act itself becomes the gift. We don't expect anything in return. It's just a gift that keeps on giving. And so for me, like it's, it's like the, the inspiration it's good to train confidence and you know whatever it is it, it uh, more pleasant emotions because like at the end of the day you know I, I i i was like i'm ready to get out of the hamster wheel i don't want to be in the hamster wheel anymore and today no matter what i'm doing even if I, the fact that i took you know the last few months off i feel successful and again as i as i as i shared earlier even at the pinnacle of my success you know, as an executive of X, Y, and Z, I never felt successful. But if you can train success, if you can feel successful now, guess what? When you actually reach your goals, you're actually going to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's what I would say, um, you know, has been the inspiration. <laughs> I know that it's like an unconventional, uh, unconventional response, but I want to glean a light on it because we, we, we see it every day. Like people, particularly here in Silicon Valley, killing themselves, just yeah. killing themselves, you know, to reach, to get more funding, to go IPO, to do this, to do that. And then, you know, it's like at the expense of their own well-being. Mm -hmm. It's self-betrayal. It becomes self-abandonment when we do that. 
So, you know, in order to create healthier, a healthier society, we have to start really looking like taking a really good look at ourselves and seeing, you know, what are the patterns that's not serving us anymore? So this is why I want to do well-being coach, uh, empowerment coaching, because I want to give people the tools and like, you know, to, to, you know, to, to make the change that I, I know it's very, it's, it's difficult to navigate this. And sometimes you need somebody to serve as a powerful mirror. Yeah. Speaking of, I mean, you've been through a lot. What are some of the challenges that you've had to overcome throughout your career and your journey? Yeah. Um, you know, I realized I've been wanting to be an entrepreneur for a very long time. Um, I, I wanted to do this for the last three years, quite frankly. I've been wanting to say, like, I'm going to be a coach. I want to be a coach. But, like, all of the stuff that comes with actually starting your business, I didn't get training, meaning I didn't get I, I grew up in an environment where my mom was the leader of me. You know, I grew up in an environment where, you know, where I was always, I was wrong until my mom said I was right. I grew up in an, you know, in a childhood where, you know, my mom was a leader and I was not a leader. I, it's essentially like my, the, the, the leader in me was stifled. And so I started to really understand this since, because I've been doing a lot of, a lot of um, inner child work. I started to understand and stop shaming myself for not being able to do it. And now I understand, wow, like, you know what? I now understand why it's been so difficult for me to, you know, to, uh, to, to start my own business because, because I have been, you know, betraying and abandoning myself for a very long time. I mean, this is what we teach. This is what kids are, are picking up on when we tell them you're a bad, you're a bad girl or you're a bad boy. And I'm always right. So like, you know, my mom is amazing, but you know, it's, she, she, she grew up in, in an environment where parents are right. Kids are wrong. Mm -hmm. Full stop. If I ever said anything, you know, that, that, that was counter to what, what, you know, what she is saying, like there would be repercussions, there would be repercussions. Right. So it taught me to never honor and never trust my own, my, my, my authentic expression, my thoughts, mm. my, it, it's, it, it cut off my capacity to trust my own intuition. And I have been looking to bosses and managers and, you know, and my CEOs or someone out there to guide me. And so for me, like starting this, uh, this, the, you know, really building my coaching business is such a milestone for me. Like the fact that I'm here and I'm building a website, you know, I know that doesn't seem like a big deal, but for me, it's such a milestone because it means that I'm starting to actually see the fruits of all the healing I've been doing. You know, I'm starting to, uh, to, to trust my own inner intelligence um, mm -hmm. and not needing to get validated uh, validation from an authority figure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's been one of the challenges, but it's also been, yeah, it's been, it's been really, uh, yeah, it's been really fulfilling to see, you know, the, 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 the manifestations of the work that I've been doing. You know, it's crazy is that, you know, I, you and I were in tech together. And so like we went through very parallel 
vibes. Like I could feel your pain because I knew what it was like. I know that it's like everything you're talking about. I'm still here. And um, it wasn't until last year when like you, like, I, I don't think I ever told you this, but like you really encouraged me and pushed me to really leave and take that leap um, to leave my comfort zone. And I, and I did it and I was really scared. And for a long time, I was just like, what did I just do? Like I made the biggest mistake of life. Like I left my nest where I felt really comfortable. Um, but if I didn't do that, like I would have forgone all the blessings that have come in the past year. Like that's when Rose and I, we launched the book, we finished, we met all these amazing people started the podcast just I would not have been able to do any of this while still working at um Mm -hmm. that other job which took up a lot of my time and so um I honestly don't think I would have been able to do it like if you didn't help me like have the courage to like leave and actually try it and I just remember um you know when Romeo and I went on a vacation to Bali we told you to come and you actually came and then you ended up staying. So I was just like, wow, she totally <laughs> left her whole life, packed it away in this one storage and is just like doing it. And so like a lot of people have been really afraid to do what you did. I was afraid, but like, luckily I said yes. And I mean, I have Rose like, as my accountability partner. And like, if I fail, it's really because um, I, I don't allow myself to fail because I have to report to her that, hey, I didn't do this or I didn't finish something. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it, it's, it makes it easier that I have her and for you to do it alone, that's even scarier to me. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I am like, um, like, honestly, this is like such a huge accomplishment and like I recognize it. So like, congratulations. Like, I'm so mm-hmm. excited for everything that you have um, coming. Yeah, I think, Jen, I I mean, honestly, like, what a brave, what a brave move. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing to encourage someone, but I've encouraged so many people. I love, I love mentoring people. I love, you know, I love like becoming the mirror of what's possible for people. But the fact that you actually push through with it because you left, you know, it's kind of like, for me, it's the same thing as like leaving Bali. Bali felt safe. Bali is yeah. like high vibration. I mean, like that place is magical. I I, I yeah. can't even, I can't even describe like the last three years. It's been enchanting. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, I had to leave for other reasons, and now I'm back in the Bay, and like I will tell you, the stark difference is jarring. It is jarring. But when you are committed to growing and being inside of that unknown and being uncomfortable, expansion is what sits on the other side. Expansion and evolution. We get to grow. There's no such thing as growing and not feeling uncomfortable. I'm sorry, guys. Like, this is just like, you know, that's 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 not possible. If you're not uncomfortable or if it doesn't create discomfort in your life, it means that you haven't reached the edge. You're just, right. you're still within the, within the periphery of, you know, what you know, what you already know. It's when we actually like start to feel that tension. Oh yeah. It doesn't feel great to be inside of that tension, but you know what? Uh-huh. 
you know, one thing that I'll tell you that um, that has made me uh, that has made me less afraid and more more um, more open to that to the unknown. A lot of people ask me like, how did you step into the unknown? Like, how do you do that? Because people are terrified, right? Yeah. I um, I uh, I think one of the things that I learned from a book. Um, oh yeah, if if you guys have not read this, um, it's called Boundaries. Uh, I'll I'll share that I'll share the 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 author with you guys, but it's on, based on biblical principles. But one of the things that they said is, remember um, that uh, that you are you know how to learn. You are a good learner, because I think oftentimes most people don't know that you know like at five years old they they had to learn how to read, they had to learn how to read, and that was uncomfortable. And then going into middle school, that was uncomfortable making new friends. You know, or you know, and, and going into to 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 college and like learning, like we're learning every day. And so if you can find if you can find comfort in your capacity to learn, just know and just remember all of those times, you know, like going back to two years old, learning how to walk, you learn how to walk eventually. You will learn how to navigate your current reality and then it the, the the you know the the pieces will start to fall into place and then now your edges have expanded and then next time you will have to keep you know expanding your edge but to me like that was like so profound you know the the just in like resting in the knowing that i am a really good learner i i know how to learn and as long as i know how to learn i will learn in any environment mm -hmm. Very cool, Anne. It's so funny because um, when Jen was going through her journey of trying to figure out if she was going to leave her comfort zone, um, she did tell me, she told me about your story and what you told her. Um, so we, we talked about it and she was like all for it. She's like, yeah, because, you know, she was like, she was trying to get other opinions and trying to figure out like what she wanted to do. And um, you know, I was always there to encourage her, like, just do it, just do it because you don't know what's going to happen if you don't do it. And, um, she listened to you and then she did it. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure if I was the cat. Excuse me. I don't know if I can, I, I don't know if I can like. Combination. Yeah, yeah. It's a combination. I'm sure there were like, she yeah. talked to a lot of people about it. Um, yeah. But, but like you really inspired her because she mm -hmm. mentioned about it, you know, she's mm -hmm. Okay, you did this and you did that. You left and you went to Bali and you did all of this, these amazing things. So um, first off, thank you for mm. helping her and supporting her in that because um, that is something that if, and the, and the reason why we know that she had to go down that path is because if she didn't, there would be no way that we would have finished this book. Yeah. Or <laughs> she, would be, yeah, she would be in uh compliance she wouldn't be in, she wouldn't be compliant with the company that she's with right now mm -hmm. because she wouldn't be able to launch it she would have to launch it as if somebody else like like mm -hmm. a, you know an alias name right and that's yeah. not what we wanted yeah and, and jen you know like in the same way that my story inspired you now you get to tell your story to inspire other people to go out into the unknown and the beauty that awaits in the unknown the treasures yeah. You know, so so it's 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 really the gift that keeps on giving, right? Like we're here, and and I'll tell you, I I, I mean, I, I would love to take credit, but like we all just serve as powerful mirrors for one another. You mm -hmm. know, what you see, what you see in um in someone, whether it's good or bad, is a reflection of of 
of something that is awaiting inside of you. So I say good or bad, you know, when we are judgmental of other people, right? When we start to blame other people, that is like a very disempowering state because what, what we are really saying is this person is creating a reality that's happening on the inside, you know? So, so to me, you know, when, when, when we see, you know, someone who's like, wow, like I want to do what she's doing or like, whoa, like I want to be, in I, I feel inspired by her. What you're seeing is the potential that's waiting, you know, inside of you that's waiting to get unleashed. Yeah. But on the similar side, you know, when we get, again, when, when we get judgmental of other people, there's something there too to, to examine. Why is it that we're picking up, you know, on that very thing, you know, from other people? Like, why is it? What's, what's sitting inside of us where, where we can recognize it? Yeah. So um, as part of our programs, I always, or just to anybody that we speak to or that I speak to, um, I always say like, if there's some type of flame in your heart or whatever it is that you're thinking about, um, if you have this like idea, it's not put there for for nothing. There's a reason why you thought about doing what you what you know what it is that you're supposed to do. It it's because you have a mission and it's either to go out and actually fulfill it and do it. And a lot of people won't do it because they're scared, because they have limiting beliefs, because their mindset is stopping them through um through you know reaching that potential. So a lot of the women that we work with they want to become entrepreneurs and but they just don't know how and then they have that fear. So um, part of our program is being or um, building courage and confidence to going out there and doing it. Um, so everything that you're talking about is so like we are so aligned. We are so aligned with it. Um, and I'm so like blessed and so grateful that we're here talking about it um, because now, and like what you said, like we're mirrors of each other. So like you are totally inspiring me and, and you've been inspiring Jen. And I'm just so grateful that you're here sharing your story with us. And I can't wait for you to share it with other women and, and men who are going to take your program. And then it's just going to be like this trickle effect where you're going to help one person who's then going to help another person who then yeah. is going to help another person. And then the world can be like in this empowering, um, non-competitive, you know, situation where, where everybody can just help each other climb and lift yeah. and, and reach their goals. So, and it, it's starting here with you. And I'm so excited about that. Well, I, I, I would I would say, Rose, that it started with all of the other people that have served as my mentors, mm -hmm. like Mafe. Mafe's been <laughs> Mafe is like one of my biggest like sometimes I will I will uh, disappear and she will just text me like, oh, and then I, I want to hide because, you know, she'll want me to to get my message out there and spread the message. You know, but uh, but the, we, we need friends like that. We need mm -hmm. people like Mafe and you and and Jen to uh, to help each other, to help empower one another. Right. Through action. Yeah. Sometimes, you know what? Sometimes doing is is overrated because sometimes when we are just simply being, you know, and we are just being the change that we aspire to see, uh, see in other people. Other people will say like, whoa, like I kind of want to get to know what's what's she doing? What is yeah. she doing? There's a lot of coaches out there. I will tell you that um, that understands the principles of coaching, but have not done the work. 
when mm-hmm. you when you are just intellectually coaching someone because you know you know that something is working but you're using it as a coping mechanism to not do the work yourself you know that's it it, it like it doesn't translate you know so we're all just energetic beings you know yeah. people get attracted to us because of our energy and mm-hmm. you know for me like when when i think about my own mission in life it's it's really to help raise the con- raise the vibration of the planet at the end of the day we are just one like a like a billion quadrillion whatever it is like you know different energy and right now the energy of the planet is not in good shape and the more that we can serve as a light and i call a lighthouse Mm -hmm. um, i want to be a light lighthouse for people i want to i want when people see me i want them to see a more uh, an empowered version of me so that they can experience their own um sense of empowerment in them yeah. You know, and I want to like that's just the mirror effect. So mm-hmm. it's it's a, you can recognize it because you have it in you. Right, right. So Anne, with all of this, all of this work that you are doing um, to empower the world, um, you've been you took a step back and you are detoxing. You, you're you've been detoxing for the past six months. So what have you been doing while you're um developing your program and detoxing from social media what else are you doing to balance yourself uh because self-care is a very important thing for all of us to um to do while we go through our own journey so can you give us some tips and some uh, what you do yeah so i've been reflecting a lot on self-love i actually have a webinar that i'm i'm hosting this saturday i've been thinking a lot about this um and i'm i want to flip self-love on its head, like kind of reverse engineer it. Um, mm-hmm. When we are not exercising self-love, what is t- what tends to happen is that we are actually exercising self-betrayal and self-abandonment. You know, this is where uh, when when we do things out of obligation, you know, that is counter to 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 what we really want to do. When we can't express ourselves to to our loved ones, or we can't say no to other people, that's like that is basically betraying yourself. And, and abandoning yourself. I just wanted to flip it on its head because I think like self-love is so loaded these days. Um, what does self-love really mean? It is the capacity to say no to other, like it's basically the capacity to say no to other people in service of serving your well-being. That's it. You know, self-love to me is not about getting a manic, it's, it's you know, getting a manicure and getting massage, that's self-care and self-love, great but it's about exercising boundaries. Boundaries is one of the most powerful ways that we can actually exercise self-love because it means that we're honoring ourselves and our well-being, even if it means that we have to say no to other people because we want to serve other people more powerfully. You know, I always say when we don't serve ourselves first, like we're we're operating from a half- cup from a half cup and half of that is like a lot of resentment when we do things you know out of obligation we're like resentful and that actually takes up more energy so some of the things i do um you know so i dedicate a few hours to myself in the morning morning is the best way for me to signal to my nervous system that we are the priority i get to fill my cup first and then from that place of fullness i get to serve other people I have to go, I have to come first. It's not selfish. Self-love is not selfish. 
self love like we've got to get out of this you know this this mentality as a matter of fact i'll just say this when we exercise boundaries because it's very hard for people for women in particular to exercise boundaries i actually want to be an expert on this and help women um you know overcome their fear of exercising self boundaries guilt starts to arise so like say like we say no to a friend or we can't show up for someone that we promised or we can't go to a party or we can't you know we can't do something because we were we're we're needing to uh to tend to our well-being you know guilt will arise i just i actually want to celebrate that guilt cuz that means that you did something different mm. that means you're doing so that means you exercise the boundary and good for you right. at the end of the day we need to be exercising more self um more more boundaries as women and and men too obviously uh the other thing too that i do that's just like uh you know it is to breathe consciously you know mm-hmm. as um, as a society we don't breathe like breathing is life force so when i say that most of us actually breathe through our chest you know i i i do um what i do is i extend my my breathing cycle bec- and and actually breathe from the di- from the diaphragm because when we do belly breathing um this means unfortunately ladies like for those of you guys trying to develop your abs uh you're going to have to let the you have you're going to have to let the the gut go because actually that's constricting your diaphragm <laughs> it constricts our diaphragm and it shortens our breath and guess what guess what happens when you're anxious what happens to your breath when you're anxious? It you can't breathe. Uh, can't breathe. Yeah. yeah, you get it gets shorter, right? And mm-hmm. so yeah. in order to stimulate what's called the vagus nerve that sends a signal up to our brain that everything is okay, we actually have to consciously breathe. So I train myself maybe like 7 to 10 times a day to take a pause and re and breathe five counts in and five counts out. Five counts in, five counts out. You know, like try this, right? Like see what your what your um, what your default is. Because for, for me, before I started doing breathe, uh, conscious breathing, I could only breathe three seconds in and three seconds out. I've actually been able to expand my 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 breathing cycles up to five seconds, and I say five seconds because um, it's scientifically evidenced that five seconds is the ma- five seconds is the magic number that allows. Um, allows us to improve our heart. I'm going to get technical, guys. Heart rate variability. It allows us to improve our heart rate variability, which is called HRV, which mm-hmm. is this. It's the measurement of the health of our autonomic nervous system. It's you know the HRV basically measures how quickly you can transition between sympathetic, which is fight or flight, to parasympathetic, which is rest and digest. We want to be in parasympathetic for most of the day. Right. Mm-hmm. So five seconds in and five seconds out is the breathing cycle that that they have seen scientifically that actually improves your heart rate variability, which consequently improves your 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 the the ways in which your nervous system is working. Nice. And as you say that, I'm breathing in five seconds. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So when you're if you're if if you have. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a mindfulness practice rose um if you have a mindfulness practice if if you're meditating try to uh try to actually like breathe through the belly mm-hmm. and breathe 5 seconds in and 5 seconds out and if you can't do 5 seconds that's a that's it's fine you know like but you have to actually like increase your capacity so mm-hmm. start with 3 and 1/2 seconds or 4 seconds until you hit 5 seconds so in through your nose and out through your mouth 
or should it you, be? You, you can do, you can do, um, so there's two things I, I just wanna say. Um, five seconds in, five seconds out, you can breathe through the nose. Uh, they say, they actually say breathing through the mouth is bad, but breathing out of the mouth is, is fine. But okay. just make sure that you're breathing through the nose. But, but there's another breathing exercise that I just wanna share um, some context. When you are feeling anxious, the breathing exercise that you want to lean on is four seconds in through through the nose and then eight seconds out through the mouth. I use the mouth because what I do is it's kind of like drawing uh, uh, blowing out of a straw. Mm -hmm. So I'll just like mm -hmm. do I'll, I'll just like demonstrate really quickly. So three, four seconds in. Eight seconds out. I'm doing it with you. Now. This is the steering wheel to your nervous system. When you're feeling anxious, by slowing down your breath, what it does from the diaphragm, right, from the belly, what it does is it signals to your nervous system that actually there isn't a lion or a bear that's trying to maul you. That actually like, you know, your, your, yeah. your brain picked up on a signal that thought that you're in danger or you're in a threat and the way that you signal to it is actually everything is okay. Four seconds in, eight seconds exhalation. Now, what they say is um, the breathing exercise that most you know most uh, most psychologists will tell you to use is the four seven eight, which is four mm -hmm. seconds in, hold for seven seconds, eight seconds out. But I don't like to to to. Uh, I find that to be difficult when I hold my breath because when I'm anxious, I actually hold my breath, so it mimics mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm you know, that I'm anxious. So I, I don't do it. But for me, like the, the quickest thing is four seconds in, eight seconds out. Right, right. Very cool. So I'm gonna, I, we're, we're noting that and I'm noting that and I'm gonna start doing that. Awesome, <laughs> Very that's awesome. Cool. And one last question. What are three pieces of advice can you give other women who are trying to live in their purpose and who are trying to start something new and get out of their comfort zone, what is that three pieces of advice for them? From Yes. You? So I would say as much as possible, train yourself to find comfort in discomfort. You know, this is like, we are gonna continue to experience unpredictability. There's a lot of uncertainty right now. And the more that you can reframe in your mind what discomfort is like which is like scary and you know start to reframe it as an opportunity for expansion and evolution it's everything as with anything you know like it's it's the way that we actually um our brains our brains tend to uh give you know particular stories right so mm -hmm. um just just get into the habit of you know, raising your hand in a meeting. And when you think that you have, you know, you have a particular perspective, like just train what's most accessible. I'm not saying like go out in a leap and go and jump out of a, you know, out of a cliff, which I've done. And actually like that was not good for my nervous system because it, it just <laughs> created more trauma. Um, but I'm saying like baby steps, you know, yeah. like just raise your hand. One time I asked Martha Stewart, who was visiting Google at the time, a question. My my, to me, my my uh, my my voice was quivering. I was like, oh, because like I used to be afraid of speaking, actually mm -hmm. terrified of speaking. But you just mm -hmm. do it because it's most accessible and you feel confident afterwards. 
Um, the other thing too that I'll say, and I kind of covered this earlier, is uh, exercising healthier boundaries. You know, like really understanding, you know, what are the areas of your life where you feel resentful doing it and start to, you know, to understand what, where is this really coming from? Boundaries is the antidote to resentment and resentment is one of the biggest, my opinion, and, you know, it, it, it consumes energy and it just doesn't feel nice. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so being able to exercise health healthy boundaries, saying no at the, like saying no to your friend who is inviting you to dinner and you're like not really feeling it, whatever it is, right? So start taking baby step towards um, creating healthier boundaries. And for me, I, I would just say like, I, and I said this in, in the book, learn to love the journey and not the destination. I just want to say mm -hmm. that. Um, you know, pursue things that really just in the act of it, just bring you an immense amount of joy, you know, and uh, that when you're already doing something amazing and something that gives you pleasure, the, the destination or the outcome doesn't matter anymore. You know, even the more, the, even the, the most painful experiences, um, learn to lean into it. So many gems guys. I see all the comments. They're already asking where they can follow you. So for everyone on Kumu USA, um, it's on the bottom. It's been there. And also Anne's website that she's uh, somewhat launching already. Um, wow. Generos, this has been one of my favorite episodes. And I'm not being biased because you know, I've been learning from this woman too for what? Two decades now, Anne? I know. <laughs> we, More we, than we two decades. Yeah, we did. <laughs> We, we, we cycled through many seasons. Oh, yeah. And I'm still um, so amazed and just the community within her purpose, too. Um, you know, the, your chapter in the book is something that is uh, must read, guys. If you haven't had a chance to get a copy of In Her Purpose yet, please go ahead and grab that because these amazing women right here, all they all have chapters, but um, read Anne's because she does have a, a journey. And a story to tell, as you can see. I mean, an hour is not enough. Um, she has many gems as well as you know our personal stories together. But everybody, on, even Nick, Nick is like saying, "Oh, you know, this is so inspiring." Um, on Facebook, all the fans there, and I know on Kumu, you are part of the campaign that I share with the ladies too: is save lives online. And that's all that we can do right now. I mean. I know in the US, you guys are able to do face-to-face -face events now, but the impact that you guys are doing right now, just having this podcast and having a show, you know, so many hearts are being inspired. And um, like you said earlier, it's timely right now. Um, all these programs are coming from a higher universe, and that's why I'm so grateful for learning from Jenna Rose weekly, um, actually daily also. So thank you, Anne. I mean, I know you want to promote all your programs. If she did, so if you, what, or you, if you just um, stepped into this live, I suggest that you replay this or even listen to it on In Her Purpose podcast because it is one um, of my of a favorite inspire, inspiring um, episode. Mm -hmm. So Jenna Rose, do you have anything else to say to Anne before we say see you later to her? Um, and when you are ready to launch your program, please connect us so we can do what we can to support you. 
Um, yes. We're always about collaborating or collaboration, and we're always about trying to support one another because we believe um, as if we we lift as we climb, right? Um, and we need to hold each other accountable with what we're doing since we are technically doing this by ourselves, right? We're running our businesses by ourselves, but we have us four, we have the community behind us and um, we are here for you. So when you are ready, let us know. We'll do what we can. We will, we could have events all day long. You can show us all the breathing exercises. All the <laughs> and we are here for you. So please um, reach out to us anytime. Yeah, thank you guys so very much. Um, I'm so, so, so excited that Mafe invited me. I feel like this is in so many ways, um, you know, a sign from God that it's it's time for me to go out there again. And uh, and you guys are such inspiration to me. I mean, I, I, I'm telling, like, I think Rose, this is my first time actually meeting you in person. Like we've exchanged emails and all that stuff. Um, and I just, I'm so grateful to be part of the community and, and to Jen for pushing me out there. Like you, you know, you talk about like, like me inspiring you, like you, you made me, you made me um, fulfill one of my dreams, which is actually to, to write, you know, I haven't written a book yet, but you gave me a taste of what it feels like to do that. So um, more to come on that front um, at some point, but I just want to celebrate you ladies, the ways in which you're showing up for the community and for, for the planet right now. So let's keep doing this together. Yes, thank you, Ed. And Jen? Oh, just thank you so much for showing up and letting us be your debut back to the world. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, there you have it, guys. We have Anna's spirit too, like we shared earlier. Please replay and listen to this uh, episode again. Thank you, Anne, for being here. We'll see you later. Just uh, wait uh, for us offline and uh, we'll talk more about your programs. But, ladies, congratulations on this episode, Jen and Rose. Um, amazing episode. Um, hold on a second. Hey, team. Yep. And so, Speaking of programs, speaking of events, please share with everyone um, on Facebook, Kumu, on Spotify, what else is upcoming for you all? Yes, yeah, so we have like and we have programs out there that can help you if you are feeling stuck, if you're feeling incomplete, if you're feeling like there's more to this world than what is happening to you now please go onto inherpurpose.com and check out our programs. We have purpose programs. Um, we have programs about becoming an entrepreneur and like just stepping out there and becoming who it is that you're really meant to be. Um, we have all of those programs ready for you. So if you need anything, just check us out on inherpurpose.com or you can DM us on Instagram at inherpurpose and or on Facebook. Yes, and Jen, all the exciting products that we have in the IHP shop, would you like to share with everybody? Yeah, so currently our hottest item apparently is our Uba extract and it's actually sold out on our store. So you'll have to go to Amazon to grab some Uba extract. Um, 
I know right now Ube is like a big thing because Trader Joe's, which is like a popular grocery store here in California, they bring out Ube one time a year. They have these pancake waffle mix and cookies and all that that's always sold out. So if you want, you can grab Ube extract to make your own all year round on Amazon. Um, but then we just have some other great things for all the entrepreneurs. Like VJ has that sweatshirt. We have Sweet Peace candles. Um, the straps from Shea Couture, those are still there. So grab them while, they, while you can because once they're out and they're gone, they're gone, guys. So We also have our book there. So go on to ishop.com yes. and pick up your book your version and Jen and I will even sign it for you. Well, we would try to get everybody to sign it for you, but I think since Jen is here, we can get it signed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so there you have it guys. Um, do check out all the beautiful products that they have on the website and also at IHP shop Instagram. Uh, reach out if you want to learn more on how to be an entrepreneur. Um, Rose's program is very beautiful and I know it's graduation time so congratulations to all the students in the, the US that have graduated recently and um, again Jen also has a program for what is next in, in um, leveling up your career after your graduation so um, we'll see you again in the next episode I hope you enjoyed that and thank you ladies thank you Ready or not, here I come Never late when the night is young Always late when the morning comes Let's go, we'll figure it out We should hit the high